Least Odds podcast. I'm your host, Justin, with my co-host, Nolan. And today we have a special bonus episode where we're going to try to get these out on Mondays to uh, review the AP Top 25 for college football. And this week was a kind of a special one where we had number three, Alabama losing, Tennessee, Michigan, both picking up top 10 wins. Top five probably had the most changes it's had all week or all year. Um, so what are your thoughts on the current top five right now, Nolan? So I would say in the top five, there's really no surprises, no real changes other than Michigan. I would maybe even put his two and let Tennessee drop to four with Ohio State at three. I still don't think Ohio State has really played anybody to show anybody anything. Yes, their offense is really good, but I don't know. Tennessee's defense is awful. Yeah, so, I mean, if we're basing it off wins, caliber of wins, um, size of the victory... I honestly, I think one, two, and three got would have to be Georgia, Tennessee, Michigan, and the order doesn't really matter. You got Georgia dominated current number 10, Oregon. Michigan dominated current number 16, Penn State. And then Tennessee, they beat them, but they didn't, you know, it was kind of a last-second field goal over number six, Bama. So Tennessee has the best win as far as like highest ranking win, but I think Georgia and Michigan both have more impressive wins. Yeah, and I would agree with that. And again, I haven't seen Ohio State do much. No, I mean, Ohio's, the thing with Ohio State is they've played not great teams, but they've looked great doing it. And you saw the last couple of weeks – Georgia played not great teams, and they didn't look great yeah, doing no, it. No, that's true. So that's the argument I'd have for Ohio State, but my problem with that is they haven't played a top team to show what they can do against a right. top team. And then, honestly, going you know out a little bit further, I think I would have dropped Bama more for losing to Tennessee. They only dropped three spots. They have a loss and they struggled against 3 and 3 Texas A&M and I mean now number 20 Texas but they've struggled in a couple of games. If you just blanked out the Alabama name and just had it blacked out and looked at their schedule and looked at their wins, they'd be 17, 18. But since they're Alabama, they're six. You don't almost, like you said, you don't almost lose to Texas with their backup quarterback, and then should have lost to A and M, and then lose your other game, and then have no other good wins. They don't have a single good win. Not saying they're not a good team, but based on their schedule and what they've done against their schedule, they don't have a single good win. Well, I mean, go look at, like, Penn State's schedule, who's currently 16. They got a close loss at Purdue, 
who's currently 26, so really not that much different than Texas, right? And then they have a loss to a top-five team in Michigan. I mean, they got blown out in that game, but their schedules really aren't that much different. Right. Penn State has a dominant road win against Auburn. Right. They went down into the SEC and absolutely ran over Auburn. Who's given these, you know, ranked SEC teams all sorts of fits the last few weeks. Right. So, really, I mean, yeah, if you look at the schedules, I don't see Penn State as that much different than Alabama. And like I said, you blank out the name, that's where I'd see them right around where Penn State is until they prove something. But, yeah, I mean, when you win that many national championships. Oh, yeah, Bama's always going to get the benefit of the doubt. They have a top top three recruiting class every year, national championships every other year. But, I mean, you, you watch the games, Bama does not look like Bama. Their, their secondary is susceptible, highly yeah. susceptible. If they play a throwing team, it's going to be a shootout, and it's going to be a sloppy game of football. Yeah, I mean, how many, kind of seeing highlights on the other screen, but, like, how many 50-plus yard plays did Tennessee have? Well, and then not only that, they were open by 15 yards. I mean, he actually missed several wide-open touchdowns throughout that game. I know how and he did. I mean, Hooker had several really good passes, but honestly, most quarterbacks with that open to receivers would have looked really good. Yeah, so, and then we kind of talked about it, but we got a big matchup this week between Clemson and Syracuse. We both kind of thought Syracuse would jump up a little bit higher in the rankings. They came in at 14. Yeah, and especially beating NC State at 15 in a game that they really never were close to losing. Yeah, I mean, they moved up four spots, but I wonder how much of the win is kind of dampened by the fact that NC State lost their starting quarterback for the year. Yeah, and then they have looked like crap since, but... Yeah, and then they really couldn't get anything going offensively. But I just... I mean, there are four one-loss teams ahead of them. Right, and we were talking about Oregon before this and how they're ranked 10th, and they got blown out by Georgia and haven't played a single team after it, a horrible BYU team that... Like we were saying, Notre Dame, Notre Dame even beat, and then almost losing to Washington State just looked like crap and got blown out by Georgia. But again, I think it's got to make the Georgia win look better than it actually was. But why are they in the top ten? Yeah, it it doesn't make sense. No, I I almost think I move Syracuse up to ten. I mean, that's a huge jump for them from eighteen to ten, but. Everyone else just has bad losses. I mean, I could maybe justify putting Wake Forest above them. Right. Yeah, because their only loss was to Clemson, and they have had they have a slightly better resume. Yeah, I mean, even then, they played Liberty in, I don't even know who VMI is, Virginia Military something or other, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, really not. But they haven't really played anyone, but their one loss is a super competitive loss to Clemson. So right. that's kind of where I would like, okay, I can, you know, eh, 
we kind of negate that one loss. Or realistically, if you think Clemson's the fifth best team, well, Wake Forest played them super close. So you kind of got to also think Wake Forest is a similar caliber team then, right? You would think so, yeah. Taking Clemson and their only their only losses to Clemson in overtime. In a game, honestly, they should have won. And then you got USC who just lost to Utah. Um, that was a close game, but again, we, we we talked about it. I don't think Utah's that good of a team, really. They're not. They're not at all. Another, well, Florida beat them. Makes Florida look better. Keep them up there. Got to get that bump. Got to keep that bump in. The SEC bump. Yeah, so I didn't do the math on how many teams each conference has ranked, but my guess is the SEC is double everyone else right now. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess we can kind of end this episode talking about the playoffs because we were kind of talking about it with the potential of three SEC teams, even maybe four in the playoffs. And I just, I, I, I think you have a freaking revolt if that happens, but I, I don't know. It just all the bias towards the SEC, I can see it happening. I was going to say it, it lines up and conspiracy theories, my, Dad was conspiracy before the Bama game even happened. They're like, yeah, just watch. Just watch. Bama will lose a close one to Tennessee. And then Bama will win out. And then Georgia will beat Tennessee. And then only lose to Bama. And then, uh, like you said, the weird thing is, or Ole Miss actually could be thrown in there too. Well, yeah, so Ole Miss gets a close loss to Bama. Then they you got Tennessee and Ole Miss all with one loss, both with one loss that aren't division champions and not playing for the title, but close losses to theoretically one in three Bama, or like one in three Bama, Georgia, depending on how that falls. Right. Georgia would right. probably still be one because they'd be undefeated in this scenario. And then Bama beats Georgia again like last year. In, right. In the SEC championship. Yeah, if any conference is going to set it up, rig their games for this, I firmly believe it would be the SEC. Yeah, no, we already talked about it the last few years. I mean, going into those games, you knew that was going to happen. Look at last year. And you knew they were going to put Bama up against a team that shouldn't have been in the playoffs at all. So they could be like, look, two SEC teams in the final. Michigan beats Bama last year. Well, Michigan, I think, beats everyone but Georgia. I don't think anyone beats Georgia. Right. right. But that's what I'm saying. And then they're, yeah. they can say, look, they're in the finals. Well, yeah, most of the top 25 was going to beat that Cincinnati team. It yeah. wasn't and, a hard road for Bama. And that's my problem with the putting Cincinnati in there is they're they're not good. But they're an undefeated team. And there wasn't a lot of good fourth options last year. Right. No, I agree. But, yeah, I, I could see it because we had talked about, like, because, honestly, preseason, I told you, I could see Michigan, Ohio State, Georgia, and Bama all getting in because a, a Michigan-Ohio State game being close, the loser of that game could still easily still make it in. Right, and that, to me, makes sense. But, again, like I said, it doesn't not make sense if the SEC were to play out that way and then there were some weird losses thrown in. In the Big Ten. Yeah, I mean, Harbaugh definitely has a way of losing games he shouldn't lose in Big Ten play. 
But usually it's like a at Iowa type of thing, not a whatever he's got left. I don't know. He could they could lose to Illinois though before the Ohio State game. That's probably the biggest hurdle. Yeah, because they're a decent looking team. Or Michigan State could just play out of their minds for one game. Yeah, and and State has a way of doing that against Michigan. They always they always play up to Michigan for whatever reason. Get hyped up and play one really good game for the year. Yeah, and I I mean they did it last year. I mean, granted they won eleven games last year, so it wasn't the same <laughs> as this year where they're right three and three or whatever. But it's they they always have a way of playing up to Michigan. And both Michigan and Michigan State have buys this week leading up to that game. So it'll be interesting. All right, that's going to do it for the Top 25 uh, review episode. Yeah, if you have any comments, leave them in the comment section. Other than that, thanks for listening. Bye.